With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. 
I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Afternoon, everyone. Hope everybody's doing well and this lovely well i was going to say it was a sunny morning but it just bucketed rain outside the window here in ireland but i hope it's uh hope weather is much much better for you guys are but we're not here to talk about the weather we're here to talk about fingers crossed breaking the hoodoo breaking the curse that manchester united have over aston villa football club um especially in the premier league at the moment um it's uh <laughs> today it's it's you know, today could very well be the day. If you don't have a ticket, you can't win the prize. Isn't that what they say? And Villa surely have a ticket for this game today. Uh, Paddy, well, what's your thoughts on today? What's, how are you feeling about today? Are you uh, Did you wake up with good mojo? You know, what's, this crack, what's the crack today? Oh, I can't hear you, Paddy. I can't hear you at all. There we go. Hello. Hello. Got you now. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> Um, well, it's funny because when I woke this morning, my first feeling was going back to this time last year when I couldn't sleep at all. So it's nice to be in this position where we can go and hope for a win as opposed to needing a win. So uh, I'm okay about it. I think I think I think it's time to break the hoodoo, and uh, I think I think uh, I think it'll be today. I think I think they've got to mix it up a little bit with with their big fixture yeah. congestion, I should say. And uh, yeah, I think we'll. Um, I think we'll turn them over today. I'm feeling confident. I hope so. I really do hope so. And, you know, that's a probably a good place to start, though. Like, Ole Solskjaer came out during the week. And, yeah, he was pretty bullish about the fixture congestion. But I come down on the side of, what do you expect, Ole, considering that there's a finite finishing point in this league? You know, if, the t- if your own fans didn't storm the stadium last week, you wouldn't have an extra game to play. So instead of bitching and moaning to the Premier League, and I'm, I like to think I'm pretty fair in these things, instead of bitching and moaning to the Premier League, Ole, you should really come out and call a spade a spade and stop using it as an excuse and basically say, listen, we've got top four wrapped up. By the way, fans, you've put us in this position. So please, you know. Yeah. Uh, don't 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 give us grief if we start going and have one or two um you know results that should should maybe have gone our way on paper that don't actually go our way in reality because that's the situation they're going playing something like Sunday Tuesday Thursday or it's something ridiculous I think it's I think I think it's an absolutely ridiculous schedule but it's their own making yeah no sympathy for them whatsoever um actually annoyed really annoyed at, at what what's happened with Thursday night because uh our game has switched from eight mm. o'clock to six o'clock so you know. That that's completely unfair from our point of view because that game has been fixed for a couple of weeks and people have arranged their work schedule around it and now find themselves having to sort out somewhere to uh, to watch the game earlier in the day and things like that and um you know people all around the world are organising their lunch breaks the guys in America will be having their lunch when this game is on so yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's particularly unfair that that we had to suffer because of it and uh, there's been nothing said about any repercussions or anything like that for Manchester no. United or well I was going to say for Liverpool but Liverpool are in some bystanders in this whole thing mm. they were they were willing to go and play a game and so were the United players but you know it's it is what it is and 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 then hopefully stuff like that will come out in come out I'm not going to go into the UEFA what UEFA have come out with there um because there's a probably a whole podcast in that what UEFA have have asked um of the repercussions for 
for the seditious six in the um in the the super league we will get into that at a later date but today is more so all about this manchester united game and let's have a look at some of the comments patty that is there yep. actually first of all del boy says mr chris kavanagh please be fair today i think we'll uh I think we'll actually all agree with him. And that one, which, uh, you know, we do want to fair play. Because, uh, you know, Chris Kavanagh is from Manchester. Exactly. And Fran Byrne, uh, or Gary, has popped up and said there, that a uh, quick question for you, Paddy K. Uh, why is there a ref from Manchester do- doing today's game? And uh, look, I know refs are in short supply, but uh, and I know they have to fill out a bias. Is it? A, I think it's a bias form, a form for clubs that they support and so on. But, uh, yeah, look, it'll be an interesting one today. Um, put well, money. And this, incidentally, this is his seventh game that he's refereed a team from Manchester this season, and so far his record is five wins and one draw, and the draw being Manchester United versus Manchester City. Anyway, that's <laughs> about keeping it all sweet because listen, the- listen, this conspiracy theories. If he was a Man U fan, he'd probably be from London or Birmingham. So don't worry about it. it too much. Yeah, yeah. So Noel says, good afternoon, gentlemen. Man United to win and score a penalty free money, surely. I think that's something we will talk about. We'll see, uh, we'll see what the what 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 way it kind of pans out, I think, over the day today. But it is a you know, I suppose realistically, I think we're all resigned to the fact that Manchester United will get a penalty today and we're an hour, we're over an hour away from kickoff. So, like I think we're gonna to need to score two goals, Paddy, I think is what what I'm thinking to win this game today because I, I just can't see Manchester United not getting a penalty. They always seem to I've yeah. seen pictures again of the Bruno Fernandez penalty this t- uh, I was gonna say this time last year, but at this stage of the league, the abridged league the, last year, yeah. and my word, every time I see it, I go, how in the name of Jesus did any referee with a functioning brain cell, never mind a fully a fully functioning brain, decide that, yeah, that's a foul. He stamps down on his leg. And mm. look, it, it, it is what it is, I suppose, today. Um, Lewis, has, today's the day we break the curse. Big old Bertie T and Ollie Watkins with the goals. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Lewis, if that comes true... Uh, I think we'll all be absolutely <laughs> delighted with that. But um, look, who's to say, as I said at the start, if you don't have a ticket for the raffle, then you can't win the prize. And Villa certainly have a ticket for this raffle today. Um, Brendan said, hope to break the hoodoo today. Also, I think that Barkley can get a goal. Let's have a quick chat about that because we're about six minutes away uh, out from the actual team, the naming of the team um, at the moment, Paddy. Uh, Barkley starts for you today, does he? I think so, yeah. I don't think we'll see any changes from the team that started last week. Um, I'm, I'm of the old school, which I think Dean is, that you don't change a winning team unless you have to, barring injuries or suspensions or who knows. But it's, it, it, I think it's it's Barkley again. Um, I called it last week. I thought last week was the game for him. And uh, I expected big things from him today. And I, I expect him to press high. I expect us to start really high and really high-paced and... Uh, really high press as well so I, I i'm hoping that we can get ahead early and score a couple of goals and keep them at bay i think that's the only way we're going to win yeah that's our mo really usually when we have won this season we've got ahead early and we have yeah. uh shown you know steel of mental uh fortitude i suppose and really keeping teams out so if we show up mentally and we show up and we have a good uh we have a good opening 15 to 20 minutes and try and control the game in that period of time well, then, you know, anything can happen, I think, with this Aston Villa team. And as Rob Henry says here, whatever the team picked today, whatever the result, I'll support the players and hope they make us proud. That's where we are. We're kind of in bonus territory.
territory now for the league at the moment. Obviously, being mathematically safe, we've been mathematically safe for a while now. Yeah. Looking to get, looking to push on towards fifty points for the first time, or for something like only the third time in twenty-one years. It's it's some statistic like that. I haven't written down here. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure somebody will uh, will correct me on that one. But um, you know, big milestones that Aston Villa can take. And listen, we're not mathematically out of a out of a, a European spot here either as well. So today means something to Aston Villa mm. Football Club. And you know, not only is it just about breaking the twenty-five years today is today um as as uh AFC underscore Tom C says there, yeah. you know, it is twenty-five years uh, in the making. Not only is it about that, but also it's about putting Villa back on the European map because as we know today this week, Villa Park was deemed unsuitable to host the European champion European Cup final, even though there's a fake European Cup down below in the in, in the trophy cabinet <laughs> and it was minimal work that would it would take to actually host the game together. if it was yeah. to bring it bring it from Istanbul. Um, that, that, what Tom just says there, um, Villa haven't beaten United in 25 years at Villa Park and that, mm. that win came one week before the birth of Mr. Jack Grealish. So we haven't we haven't beaten Villa, we haven't beaten Manu at Villa Park in Jack Grealish's lifetime. Crazy that stuff. That is, yeah. That absolutely, um, that brings things home. And this week back, the seventh anniversary of Jack Grealish making his debut. And as I put up on um, on Facebook, seven years ago, our, all our lives changed for the better when Jack Grealish <laughs> stepped onto the field. And as he said himself, chased around, yeah, yeah, Toure for, for, uh, for something like 10 minutes in the field. Yeah, yeah, so it was fantastic. Uh, Dave Winters was... Um, uh, he was on the whole end in '95. Uh, what a day! '95. Um, what was I doing in 1995? I was ten, so I wasn't on the whole end, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I was probably. I, I don't even know. I don't even remember. Was I watching the game? Because at the time, I know we didn't have Sky Sports. I was probably eagerly waiting for match of the day to come on, um, or, or, or for match of the day. At, half 10 at night or whatever time it was because uh mm. it wasn't on terrestrial tv here so i'm in a fortunate position now that i can actually see it and uh god bless the way that the tv uh, tv channels are covering stuff even though you know i probably am suffering from um football fatigue at the moment um but god bless the way they are doing it because um you know it's fantastic the way we've all been able to see games during this COVID period as well um what and... we remember about that day <laughs> what I played my last ever competitive game of Gaelic football that day and we got beaten in the championship semi-final and I missed the game. So I, I haven't seen Villa beat Man United at Villa Park in a whole lot longer than that. Oh, God. <laughs> Who did you play Gaelic football for? Whitehall Column Kills in Dublin. Whitehall Column Kills, of course. I should have known. Mm. I should have known. Um my Dublin, my Dublin GA geography isn't what it used to be. <laughs> isn't what it used to be. So that's why I had to ask. <laughs> um, look at this, Nick. I think we'll all be dancing the hula up and down the um, doing oh, a conga yeah. train up and down the streets <laughs> yeah. of, of wherever we are of Villa winning a dodgy penalty in Fergie time for Kama today for sure. Uh, the Birmingham, or sorry, the, the Brazilian um, uh, the Brazilian guys are up already for this, Connor. Uh, morning to you. It's morning for you. Well, it's it's afternoon for us here. Um, there is pressure on them to stop City winning the league, but they can't. Like they won't stop City winning the league, and I think they've resounded. Or they've they 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 know that. All right, Mark Hattersley asks a question here. Do we bring in the Canva for Louise? We've got probably only about thirty seconds till um till we have the teams. Uh, Paddy, talk to me about that there in the interim while I feverishly 
st- keep on refreshing Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I, th- I think it'll. I think it'll, it'll stay the way it was last week. Um, for 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 the simple reason, as I said earlier, changing the a settled side is or a winning side is not Dean Smith's way. So, um, it'll it'll definitely be Louise for me. But I would I'd have no problem with either. But I just can't see him changing the winning side. Yeah, I, I I'm of the same opinion. Unless there's any knocks or anything, or unless uh, I just can't see him changing it just to change it up for the sake of it. Um, I think I think we see the same the same level that went out the last day. Probably I think we excuse me we might see one or two ch- changes on the bench potentially. Um, I don't know. I, I couldn't oh. even name what those changes are. And we have, I think, hit, we your, might refresh have, button. hit your refresh button yeah. there. <laughs> My uh, guys, there is, there, I have a new uh, computer system coming soon. Um, and Jesus, it takes forever to load this stuff. Oh, up. Will, will I give the big news? Uh, I think we have it. Can you guys okay. see <laughs> the screen there? Yeah, uh, let me take our stuff out of the way there. Boom. And I'll take, uh, sorry there, guys. Essentially, we're unchanged. unchanged. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm doing all my admin work here. So we've got Martinez, Cash, Conza, Mings, Target, Douglas, Louise, McGinn, Traore, Barkley, El Ghazi, and Watkins. And the bench sees Tom Heaton, Ahmed Mohamedy, Courtney Howes, Nakamba, Chuck Moenka, uh, Jacob Ramsey, Philogene Bades, Davis, and Wesley. Once again, options on the bench, Paddy. I think really when we're looking at this, I think absolutely every everybody is unchanged from, from the last game, from what I can I see here. So. Uh, I don't think Philogene Bades was on the, the bench last week. Oh, no, sorry, it was Kearney that wasn't on the bench last week. Yeah, and Engels was in there, I think, because I, I think there was probably a bit more of, um, of a defensive look to, to last week's bench. Anyway, that's yeah. the bench that we have today. I think really what we're looking at here is We've got horses in the in the attacking uh, in the attacking positions again to bring them on. I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, Dean Smith throw a small little bit at this um, to try and get a result um, today. Because I think Dean Smith will understand, just like you, me, and everybody who's watching the watching the stream here. All sixty nine people that are watching the stream here at the moment. I think Dean Smith understands what beating Aston, beating um, Manchester United would mean to Aston Villa fans, considering it is a monkey on our back at the moment. And, yeah. and um, look, as I say, we have a ticket for the we have a ticket for the dance, so we might as well go. Yeah. And we've, uh, by the looks of it, a very strong Man United team to play against as well. So it looks like they've put out a first choice eleven. I don't know whether you can bring I it up can indeed talk about. Uh, so while we're doing that, Jude's journey. Welcome, Jude. Good to see you. If anybody isn't following Jude's journey on um, on Twitter or uh, any of his stuff on YouTube as well, really, really, really good watch. Uh, great to have you, Jude. Jude asks for a score prediction, Paddy. We get you to. Uh, um, I think I went for 2-1 in the preview, did I? I think you did. Um, yeah. I no, think I'll stick, stick with that. I think we go ahead early and, and then they can have their dodgy penalty once we're 2-0 up. Excellent. Fill more time, fill more time. I'm kind of glad they've gone with a strong team because it it doesn't give them any excuses if we do turn them over. There we go. So it is... Manchester United, can you guys see that there? Oh, it brings me to the official. Every time I click in it, it brings me to the official app. Give me a break. It's bad enough having to look at your Twitter. Uh, Dean Henderson, Lindelof, Maguire, Pogba, Rashford, Greenwood, Fred, Bruno Fernandes, Shaw, Wambisaka, McTominay. They they aren't. That's their strongest team. That's that's their strongest team. 
I think I think it is their strongest team. Um and probably a little bit disappointed to see that Cavani is only on the bench because I think I think we would have marshaled him quite well at the back, as you alluded to in the in the preview. Um look, it's you know, as if they've they've loaded their team there. It is what it is. We've just got to go and beat them now. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No excuses. Tom, Tom makes a good point here as well that we tend to do better in more open games. Um this yeah, match last, United... last week is a perfect example of that. The game was very open and, and very yeah. uh it, it was attacking from start to finish. So um I'd like to see a bit of that today, but I think uh, Man United can be a bit more reserved, especially when they don't have the ball. Uh, yeah, I think Man United today. I, I hope they come out and they play with a small bit more freedom. I don't think they will. I, like they've they've predominantly been a, pro, a counter-attacking team. I'm being a bit disingenuous when I say that, but they have mm. broken with pace a small bit more this year. It seems to be more of what what Olegunar Solskjaer wants them to do. Um, obviously they're going to have Fred and McTominay just hold in front of the back four today. Like they've gone with their two big boys in Maguire and Lindelof inside in there, and they're they're starting right and left back as well in Wambasaka and 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 Shaw. So they're yeah. going to want to be tight there. But you know, with Greenwood, Rashford, and Bruno Fernandez, and of course Pogba. You know, there's a Fibsbury flop coming. I can be guaranteed that if I'm <laughs> if I could put my bet on on today, and I, I just haven't found a bookie that will allow me to put it on yet, is more than one penalty in the game. I would probably back that for today because it just looks like a heavily laid penalty laden te- uh, game today. And yeah. unfortunately, I, I I'm just not sure we come out on the right side of those penalties. But once again, as I say, I'm hopeful that we can turn this this team over. Um, they will have in the back of their minds that they're going to need to, you know, that they're they're going to need to rotate the squad and so on. So whether they come out and empty the tank today and then rot- and worry about, um, you know, rotating later on uh, as the games go on, uh, maybe they do that. But hey, we had we've had every time we've come up against that brick wall of a team that's expected to come out and trounce us, we've done pretty okay against them this season. You know, mm. so so I don't envisage this being much much difficult. I think a huge um, battle in this game is is going to be played down our right hand side, and I think I think Bertrand Traore is going to have his work cut out for for himself in in that battle against Luke Shaw because he he is very good at getting forward. He's very quick, and he and he's very quick when he loses the ball too to recover. So he's he's got to he's got to be you know kept in check for for the full game. So we can't afford mm. to switch off down that right hand side. So that'll be an interesting battle for me. That's true. That's true. Broken thirteen ninety four says hope Martinez breaks the record today. That would be sweet. That would be it's, nice. It's it, it, it's a tough order. I personally think we're going to need to score two goals plus to win this game today. Um, and I think we can do that. I think we can can score two goals plus to win this game today. But uh, as I say, if we were to win it and uh, Emmy Martinez was to richly deservedly get his uh, get his record, I think that would be fantastic. A um, couple of other ones here, a couple of other ones. Mark Holmes says that everyone deserves to start this week. It's the right team for me. I don't disagree. I think that's absolutely it. And whereas Mark Hattersley thinks it's going to be 2-2. It's, it's strangely, I think I'd be very happy with a 2-2 because it would show that we could not only score two goals, but it also showed that, you know, I would imagine in this scenario here, we would it would have been an end-to-end, end-to-end game. You know, mm-hmm. we would have been able to put, you know, go toe to toe with Manchester United. They are second in the league, lest we forget. You know, they are second in the league, and they are in the uh, in a Europa League final. So, um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done super work with them, and they are getting slowly but surely back to, you know, to prominence within the English Premier League and and within Europe again. So, 
yeah, if we can go 2-2, if we can go toe-to-toe with a team like this, that only spells good things in the future for Aston Villa, considering yeah. that we couldn't pass water against the big teams last year, you know, when we just barely stayed up. Well, that's it, isn't it? I just, I just like to see one, well, two more big scalps. We need to to beat Arsenal home and away, to beat Liverpool, to beat Man U, and hopefully beat Chelsea before the season ends would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it'd be a fitting end to, you know, we we have staggered a little bit since Christmas, but um, you know, we 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 started to show, uh, let's say, flashes of of what we can do in the last couple of weeks. So. Let's go out and go for them today and, and hopefully we can bring home the three points because it's long, long, long overdue. And I'm kind of glad they have a full team out because it gives us a good indication of where we're at as well. Exactly, exactly. Uh, breaking news. We have some breaking news. Aston Villa will win this game today because Mr. Kieran O'Callaghan is not betting on Villa today. <laughs> the Magpie will not be putting his hand on he's joking. Kieran isn't betting on, on uh, Aston Villa today, so that is a good omen, he says. <laughs> that reminds me, actually, I have absolutely no idea what my bet for for uh, Henry the Brave is going to be today. Um, I might play today's one safe. Um uh, we'll see. I have no idea. I've completely forgot to look at it beforehand. So I'm open to suggestions in the comments there as well. Um, Adrian thinks it's going to be three one with Bertie, Ali, Barkley, and Bark, uh, Barkley scoring. I would. Do you know what? Three three players that are well capable of scoring against this Manchester United team, especially Bertie and Barkley, two players who are probably play in and out of form recently. Barkley coming back to some something approaching what he was previously. With Bertie, you know, having some poor games, having moments of brilliance and then moments of madness as well. I would be very happy for him to score for sure. And Lewis says that if a wide man play like they did against Everton, we can cause issues. Paddy, talk to me about that because I think that that was one of the more pleasing aspects of the game against Everton. How our wide men played, how disciplined they were in defence and how they were from a concentration point of view. Well, I think that's it. Um, I think if we can guess both of them firing for 90 minutes and that and that has been where both of them have let us down throughout the season, that they've just gone missing for long periods of games. We can't afford to do that today. Um, you know, El Ghazi... You know, blows hot and cold. Today can't be a day that he blows cold. It has to be total intensity for 90 minutes or or as long as he's on the pitch. Um, same goes for Bertrand Triori. You know, we alluded to it already. That's going to be a huge battle down that side. Luke Shaw is just has the potential to destroy people. So, uh, yeah, it is, it is the most important battle. I think that coupled with what goes on through the middle, I think John McGinn and Douglas Louise will also mm. have a rough battle. And Ross Barkley, in fairness, should, should push... Um, two of the big boys back a bit further as well so that should give us a little bit more room in midfield Dara you're always a Villa fan in my eyes um, even I if you're not actually a Villa, Villa fan, fan. I think yeah, I think I, I think is second favorite team. He's the second favorite team, but you're all more than welcome aboard the bandwagon for sure, especially for today. Philip, good to see you, man. Good to hear from you. Hopefully, break their hoodoo over us. Hope uh, we go for it with nothing to fear. And you know what? I think we very much think I very much probably will go that way in the for in the for the opening 10-15 minutes because we don't have anything to fear. We're literally we're the epitome of 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 kind of cop between a rock and a hard place here whereby yeah we can get into europe it's a big stretch with, with our mm. with our fixtures but you know if we don't start to go for it against these big teams we won't draw our way to our way to europe so we're going to need to start yeah. winning games and i think that's that's a big one today as well um today is the sort of 
David, one million percent, and I think this is something we'll see over the summer as well. More muscular player in midfield. Um, I don't know. I think Dougie Louise has has muscle has muscles. I nearly said there <laughs> as muscles, uh, but I know what you're saying. Maybe a bit more, uh, a bit of a bigger uh, type player, Vieira. I always keep on going back to Papa Bubba Diop, God rest him as well, um, in the in and around midfield. But look, we as I say, I think that's something that will be on the shopping list. Macadamia makes a great point here that either Carney or Bidace will get on later. It could be a debut day. What do you think of that, Paddy? You know, we do tend to see, see that if you're playing against big teams, that managers sometimes do like to spring a debut against these big teams because not only does it entice a younger player, I suppose, the fact that, hey, listen, I made my debut against Manchester United for Aston Villa, um, but also I think if, you know, maybe if you're looking for something that the other team just has absolutely no idea what's, what, what somebody's going to do, you could I spring a Bidace or you could spring a Kearney with 10 minutes to go if you were just looking to maybe change the pace of the game or something. I call it the Graham Fenton effect. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, and that and that could be that could be Carney Chuck Moinka's uh, day today. That it, we could see him coming on for Barkley with twenty minutes to go if Barkley has run the course. And you know, we, we go back and you know he's had he's had two decent enough games for us. Um, and if he's tired today, if if it does eventually catch up on him, you know, it could be a day for Carney. And I'd love to see Carney get on there and score against Manu. I think that would just make the season. You'd love to see him score against Manu. I just love to see him put Pogba in his hole. That's exactly <laughs> what I would love to do. I'd love to see Carney just come on and just put Pogba on the yeah. ground. That's it. Or that would make it. Penalty against Pogba by diving. That'd be good. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, Lee says we need to start start quick and get out of early. I guess he tends to love a big goal in the big games. Uh, come in, you know, don't come much bigger than than Manchester United in Villa Park, really. To be honest with you, and if we are to propel ourselves above the likes of Everton, Spurs, um, and so on, then we're going to need to win these games, you know. And if we start winning these games, then you know, at the moment we're talking about getting to Europe, but we've struggled against teams like Brighton. We've struggled uh, with no offense to Brighton, you know, but we've we've had our bogey teams this year for for yeah. sure. Yes, we've had some great, we've pulled some great results out out of the bag as well. But you know, consistency is what gets you to Europe, and and you know if you don't have consistency, you're going to have to beat the bigger teams, and that means that we're going to have to beat Manchester United to do that. Lewis, I would 100% agree, the worst football short well, in the Premier League ever. at the moment. Yeah. Worst, worst ever, ever, I would go so far. I think worst ever, yeah. And remember, we have beaten them in this case in pre-season as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was the famous Lions against the Zebras. So we have the <laughs> Lions versus the Zebras today. And let's hope we fight like Lions. Exactly. Del is of the same opinion as me. He wants Barkley to hit McTominay hard today. Uh, I hope as long as it isn't the opposite way around. Uh, Dara says that Watkins to take Maguire for a few runs out of centre back and Maguire to be booked. <sighs> that could be my bet. That nice. could be my nice bet. Maguire early. to be booked could be <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's exactly it. Um, so <laughs> Matthews is counterbalancing Kieran's uh, Kieran not betting. He's put his first bet on for the match on season, so that ensure we win. And around on me, if you can go to Cincinnati. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I was very nearly in Cleveland this time last last week. Uh, was it this time last week? The week before? Whenever the draft was on in Cleveland, I should have been in Cleveland, but I wasn't there, unfortunately. So I wouldn't have been a million miles away from you in Cincinnati. Um, 
Uh, McGinn Barry says that today's the day a late McGinn winner why not he's been shooting a bit more he's been a bit freer uh, over the last six or seven games since he's you know he's been given more of a license you know he's not afraid to unleash that left foot and uh, yeah while a lot of them have fizzed over the bar you know it only takes one good hit to score one good goal you know so uh, so why not absolutely why not Um. Uh, Connor says, yeah, we need a bruiser in midfield. Douglas Luiz seems to be doing that for a while, but not as much anymore. And, and Adrian says, uh, Eves Bizuma, yes, absolutely. I agree with both of those points. And I can definitely see where Bizuma would fit in in this team. I think he's going to be very much courted amongst a lot of teams this year. So um, yeah. I think this 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 year's transfer window is going to be the Wild West. It's going to be who can get in there and get their business done early. And to be honest with you, I'd say if you were to go back, you've probably heard me say that in nearly every transfer window, but I thoroughly believe it in this transfer window. It's he who gets his, his business done or, excuse me, done early um, is uh, is going to get the better end of the stick, I think, with regards to that. Um, uh, so he says, after, I just made after a very late night boxing. I was the same. I stayed up to watch Billy Joe Sanders, Sanders and, uh, and Canelo. And if anybody out there is going to try and convince me that Canelo doesn't have some Irish in him somewhere, it's just like every time I see him with the red hair and the freckles, there must be some sort of Celtic blood in him somewhere. Maybe there is a priest or something or they went in the missions. I don't know. It's all speculation at the moment, but um, he's some fighter. I think it was, it, it was a good enough fight. And I know this isn't asking for the related. I think it was a good enough fight, uh, but I just I wouldn't like to get one punch off Canelo. Never mind uh, a couple like Billy Saunders got for the end of it. But uh, fair play to him; he stood up to him. But uh, Canelo is just something else, something else. Um, but Billy Joe Saunders will be back. Um, who I think Billy Joe Saunders has some Irish connections anyway for sure. Um, Mark Kinsler is here. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? If City had won yesterday, I suspect United would have played a weekend team given the number of upcoming games. A strong team for United. It should be a good game. Yeah, yeah I've, I've probably come down somewhere in the middle on that one. I, I think United can't, United can't believe that they can overturn the lead and win the, win the league, do they? I think, think they just have to be honest to their fans, really, don't they? And honest to the league, and that's the way you... <laughs> United be honest to their fans. Yeah, Did you not well, see what happened last week? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's been late to be honest to your fans now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they owe it to their fans to give it the best shot. It won't be still mathematically poss- possible. Um, and it is still mathematically possible, even though we all know in our heart and soul it's not going to happen. But there you go. Yeah, I don't think so. I, don't think point, though, I do believe there would have been wholesale changes if uh, if City had won yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Damn you, Sergio Aguero. <laughs> yeah, what was he thinking? What terrible, was he thinking? And of all the players, of all the professionals, like like you look at professional goal scorers, like there's a difference between, you know, obviously everybody's a professional that plays the game, yeah. but you know, of, of like most professional mindset goal scorers, he yeah. would go in there up top big style, you know. I think he saw the headlines of, of winning the league with a Penenka in his in his last ever season and be remembered for that. But there you go. Stupid, stupid decision, but there you go. I wonder does he go to Barcelona? I wonder does he go and play with Messi, considering the, all the ties that he has to Messi mm. and so on. I think you probably, I think you probably will. And to be honest with you, I'll be licking my lips at that because, uh, um, well, I won't because Barcelona are part of the uh, are part of the breakaway league. So down with them. They're the down only team them. I have any respect for that are part of that league. So I won't have a bad word to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's our double standards coming in. <laughs> We're Aston Villa fans. I was saying well, we fairness, deserve the right to be fickle. 
<laughs> when you asked the question if, if Villa entered the Super League, would I support them? I said yes. Yeah. You know, yeah if you're a Villa fan, you'll always be a Villa fan. Lads, I can't share this on. This is actually going really old school here, and I don't know when you'll be able to see it. But my God, if Villa play half as well as Villa Park looks, I'm going to try and show you guys there. It looks an absolute picture. I thought that was like an artist's rendering of it. But my Jesus, Ashley Priest, Ashley Pierce, Priest, sorry, um, has, has, has shared that for the Birmingham Mail. And my God, that is like, that's breathtakingly beautiful. Um, Just a little bit more sad not to be there in days like today because there's nothing sure we would have been. So soon, Patrick, next, season, soon. next season, next season, soon. The way they're in, the way they're, uh, they're vaccinating people here in Ireland at the moment, I think we'll be we're, we look to be in half decent spot come the start of the season next season. Yeah. So uh, fingers crossed we get over there and let the games begin trying to get tickets. Uh, that's all I'll say. Well, um, hopefully I'll be renewing my season ticket in the next couple of weeks and yeah, look forward to some brighter days. I went I went to try and get on the waiting list for the season ticket and they've even cut the waiting list at the moment. So uh, I don't know will I ever get it. You know, <laughs> so uh, I could be on the hawk for tickets if anybody wants if <laughs> for tickets for games next year. But um, look, the best thing I suppose the best thing about it is uh, we were very much in danger of um, you know, maybe not seeing Premier League football this time last year. We we're very much in danger of not seeing yeah. Premier League football um back in Villa Park for for quite a period of time. But we will when we get there next year. We will um, uh, we will speak. have Premier League football and. Hope, and hopefully we'll have more great players to, to cheer on. So, Paddy, you said you're going to go two one Aston Villa. I think I went one one all draw. Um, I'm seeing the teams. I think I'm happy enough to to counterbalance your optimism with the one all draw. Um, I will be the first person to you know take off the top and do a Klinsman down the back garden if uh, if Villa end up winning this game. <laughs> <laughs> and no I won't video it and put it up on Twitter because our back garden is like like the ground in our back garden is like a rock. So I'd probably break all my ribs trying to do a Klinsman <laughs> on it. It's a figure of speech. But um yeah as I say look we're nearly at kickoff time. It's what another 40 minutes away to kick off. Um, I do before we go, I think it would be remiss if we didn't mention that the Aston Villa women's team are also playing today at half past two. It's a bit of a shame that there's a clash in the two games yeah. because Aston Villa have their basically they're in a relegation battle today as well. The women's team, if they win this, they up they are playing Arsenal. So win or draw against Arsenal will keep them up based on goal difference. And Bristol are playing Brighton, I think. There is 20 goals in the in the difference. So Bristol would have to or would have to be Brighton by 20 goals or more. Um uh, so the ideal scenario today is that Bristol and Manchester and Aston Villa win today, and Birmingham City are relegated, and we'll have a double party later on. Oh um, Jesus! That would Birmingham be City relegated and, and uh, Aston Villa beaten Man United. I think that would be a good day. Absolutely. There's yeah, your bet. Yeah, yeah. There's your bet. There's my bet. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, before we do finish, my bet today will be Harry Maguire to be booked at any time. I don't know what it, I don't know what it pays. It probably will be only a small bit, but to say every little helps for Henry the Brave. Um, so if any of you guys haven't seen that, um, please get on it and please give him a shout. And if you can, um, even if you can only share it on Twitter, just make make people aware of the cause. That's you know that's that's worth its weight in gold as well. So we've nattered on for 37 minutes and 17, 18, 19 seconds. At one stage, we had set, we had uh, the bones of 80 people there. We're getting closer to the 100, 100 viewers, Mark, and I know we're going to get there soon. 
guys get settled in front of the tvs get your beverages of choice whether it be alcoholic or non-alcoholic um you know sit down with your with your kids if they're there as well and start singing aston villa songs in front of the tv make it a day out uh, even though you're not going outside and uh, let's hope for a win in villa park first in in 25 years but uh, we're going to leave it there, guys, and uh, we will be back afterwards with a with a post game show as well. And all that's really left to say, guys, is up the villa, up the villa. And I did it again. I did it again. I need to shut up. Where is my outro? There it is. Bang. Podcast Network.